0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex.
1: With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's another way. Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. It's the two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in security. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. It's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com/team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com/team. That's simplysafe.com/team.
2: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast, featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saint sincerity and stupidity.
1: We lost Andrew with his new headset. And we, he warned me, though. He told my stupid crippled ass not to brag about the audio at the top of the show. Did he not, Dave? <laughs> He, he told did. me. He told me not to, and I did it anyway.
0: So this it's is fun. all your fault.
2: And now here's your host, Ralph Malbro.
1: Alright everybody, welcome to a Sunday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, thanks for joining us. Hope you're surviving the pandemic as best you can. We got the full boat tonight. Everybody's with us. Kevin, how's St. Louis? Y'all, 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 y'all making it? You surviving?
3: Yeah, we, uh, we're the whole state has among the lowest uh, total coronavirus cases in the country. So, woo, Missouri.
1: <laughs> so, we talked about it lately. Yeah, last in New week.
4: Orleans, we're just still partying. Don't
1: New, need, we're, New, we're, we're, we're New, New Orleans, Orlando man. Situation. New Orleans we're is going to. Each,
3: yeah, 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 yeah making yeah, yeah. out with each other. Yeah. New
1: Orleans is going to flatten the curve to cure the virus by just going straight. The virus is just going to be a straight line, a rocket ship to the moon. Like New Orleans, just we, New Orleans just is incapable of taking anything serious. I think we just until it's like right on top of us, we just can't care. It's just not in our DNA, and that could be very the, bad. I
4: think. I think the bad news is the virus was probably here during Mardi Gras. So yeah. That's that's not that's that's not good news.
1: <laughs> I saw other states are blaming Louisiana. They're like, yeah, Tennessee, man, we wouldn't even have this corona, but but like four people went to Mardi Gras and now we got it. It's Louisiana's fault. Like I've seen two different. St- I think Tennessee and I think um, another state, like in the, the out west, was blaming Louisiana too. Won't have it. So Andrew. We'll give this to people a little bit behind-the-scenes thing. Or, you know, they know about it. When we did the big show last, late last week, we did a mini-big show. And I said that you were desperate to have free agency. You, you admitted you needed it for your well-being. I've never... Seeing you so excited with your text messages today when the CBA got approved and then they announced that free agency is happening tomorrow at 11 o'clock. They ain't stopping shit in the NFL. They're going <laughs>
2: ahead with it. Well, it sounded like the teams wanted to postpone the start of the league after it got approved and the players are like nope not not happening we're moving forward with the contracts we're, we don't I, I guess the players don't want to take those visits anyway so they're like and no. we don't know how long this is going to last so le- let's go
1: and i saw i forgot who it was on the nfl network it was a, it was a it was a retired player he was a talking head and he was playing in 2011 and he was like when that collective bargaining agreement got done in 2011 and teams had uncertainty and they had like a crammed time period like in times of uncertainty teams their default reaction is to spend more money and recklessly and we want them to do that tomorrow so we ain't stopping shit uh which was fun uh so i'm super excited for free agency dave uh I expect the Saints to do reckless things to take our mind off of Armageddon. Uh, do you think they will?
4: Uh, no, unfortunately I don't because it's not about you, you selfish prick.
1: Um,
4: <laughs> no, I think... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's what's been... that. Uh, really, really and truly, that's what's been so great about the Saints uh, over the last two, three years is that they haven't... They haven't made rash decisions. They've, you know, they've valued players wherever they value them. And if they can't get them for that value, then they move on to the next person. Um, and so they've been fairly frugal. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with Jeff Ireland. And I think that's what's made the Saints so great. So uh, to be quite honest with you, if the organization ran the way you wanted them to run, Ralph, uh, it would be a total shit show. A it would be a total shit,
1: shit show. show. But I see all these shiny players, Dave, and I want them all. Yeah. Um, you're
4: this is you're pretty much the Cal. This is Jerry Jones. This I is am. how Jerry Jones runs the team. You are Jerry Jones.
1: I am totally. So Kevin,
2: R- Ralph would be the worst GM in NFL history.
1: I, oh
4: no,
2: no I'd, I'd
1: he
4: would, He'd be I, like uh, Al Davis uh, on, on 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 meth.
1: But only with one good arm.
2: <laughs>
1: so kevin I, I
2: think ralph ralph if he was a gm the thing he, is he would move the goalpost too he'd be like did you see how much iron that guy just pumped uh yeah draft him did you see how fast that guy just was oh draft him oh did you see how smart that guy was did you hear that answer draft him you know and so like it, it would be like he, there's no prototype there's no uh I feel like with Ralph, there wouldn't be any sort of like consistent thing that he would look for in a player. He wouldn't have a type. <laughs> it would just be if anyone's supremely good at one thing, he would salivate.
1: No, you know what? You know what? I would spend the most money on somebody would call me, and and I'd be like, "This is such clear audio. Give him $200 million." <laughs> <laughs> that would that, that like agents would just like send me like they would leave me voicemails but it would be like a, a stereo perfect audio file and trick me out to be like give him my 80 million but uh kevin my horrible personnel decisions aside
5: um i have a sense that tomorrow wants free i want to tell you a story it's a story about a scandal broken relationships gossip rumors money corporate rivalry and a broom
0: Indeed.com/slash/match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Agency starts. I think sports fans in general are gonna love it because we have no fucking sports. ESPN today was the X Games and old thirty for thirties. Like that's all ESPN was today. Like they have Ugh. nothing. They're gonna be do- they're gonna be showing AWA wrestling by Wednesday, possibly.
3: Hell uh, yeah, man.
1: I want to see, like,
4: mini golf. Like, I remember sometimes
1: in, like, the middle of the afternoon, if you were, like,
4: homesick from school, like, on a Thursday or whatever, (laughs) you know, they'd show, like, mini golf. I remember.
3: Can we have that? Let's see. Hang on a second. Or, like,
4: ping pong or some shit like that.
1: They used to have hunting shows, man, Saturday morning before before the game day show, even. They had hunting shows I remember that. That's right. They had hunting shoes. Oh they God. had, they had, and this is weird, I became, when I was a little kid, I became totally fascinated with America's Cup, and I got my parents to let me stay up so I could watch the America's Cup sailing race at, like, 11 at night. Um, but, Kevin, I know sports fans, we're going to be fine with it. We're going to be excited about free agency and all this. But do you think the non-sporting realms of social media on Twitter and different places are going to be horrified and are going to pearl clutch over the NFL giving out like two to three billion dollars of money tomorrow which they will to free agents do you think the non-sports world will sort of tut-tut about how terrible this is during a pandemic uh,
3: I, I I think certain sects of the non-sports world uh, will do that uh, before I get further into it let me just go back to the question you got to the thing to the topic you guys were talking about. Uh, I remember uh, paintball, oh paintball, and, and and roller hockey and sumo wrestling. Like, was not roller give hockey?
1: was not Roller hockey like an ESPN created created league for the deuce? Yeah, yeah. and, and like they would an ESPN, put it on regular ESPN to try to make it make it a thing.
3: It was yeah, it was a six team league. And it was all played at the same location in like Los Angeles or whatever. And that was it. And it was uh, like, it, like I imagine they taped like three or four games in a single day. And so they spaced it all out for a seat for like a ten week season or something. And it was, some bi- it was we fun. We need some billiards night.
1: too. They need to bring back the bring, bring back the black widow.
3: They need they need a uh, basketball. <laughs> Like, like listen, you, you, I saw this on Twitter, and then I went and tracked down more of it. Somebody created a marble racing league with commentary and, like, cinematography and, and f- filmed it so it looked like it was a real sport. Like, other marbles were in the crowd watching, and there were referee marbles and everything. Uh, and this is only, like, day three. So...
1: <laughs> and we're lose our minds man is right. and i don't think i don't think classic games dave will will do it for us i think we need we need new interesting entertainment like they're not just going to be able to like roll out old games like it's not going to be enough i think um
4: <laughs> i think this is like one big step toward uh the future that is portrayed in idiocracy <laughs> um, I think because we can't play like real sports now, they're going to, we're going to come up with like some stupid sport, like, um, that they're going to show on I don't know, masturbating, like baseball? Or something. <laughs> No, baseball, uh, you know, that's going to be like a sport that they're going to, wait, show how do onto, you make a you know? sport out of that? Well, cause you can do it by yourself. You know, you just have like a video camera on you by yourself. You're quarantined. You're not, can't affect anybody else. And, uh, you time it like who can come the fastest. I think that's I think that's how that works, and uh, and that's it. And then, and then people knock on your door and be like, "Go away! I'm I'm baiting! I'm baiting! Get out of here!"
1: The, I'm i I'm a two-time super I'm baiting champion.
2: I just when I thought the coronavirus couldn't get any worse.
4: No, I'm 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 well. I mean, like that's that's like my concern about the coronavirus is that like. As a nation, this is forcing us to do certain new things and certain things or whatever. And I'm just concerned some of these things are gonna like stick around and like become the cultural norm now. Um, and yeah. one, one of those things I'm worried about is watching masturbation on TV. I'm worried we're gonna start putting masturbation on TV and uh, even after the virus is gone, People are still going to want to watch masturbation on TV. And gonna,
2: that's, going to, that's going to become. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna go. Pornhub's going to go mainstream. What? Like. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Do you see an idiocracy. I I'm gonna say something crazy and insane here. Right. I, I don't I don't believe that will ever happen. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what? Andrew, check back in a week.
2: You know what?
4: Yeah. 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 yeah I, I I wouldn't uh,
1: I wouldn't it's put crazy money on that. T- it's crazy times, um, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna say, you know, this isn't gonna be like a two week thing, and then it's gonna get back to normal. Kevin, this is gonna stretch into sixty days, ninety days, probably. Yeah. We
3: well, are gonna. The CDC ha- is already. The CDC already said, you know. Reduce uh, gatherings to 50 people or less for like eight weeks. So that takes you into the second week of May. God. And then, and, and then, and look, there's, there's disease uh, specialists or virologists or I, I think that's the term uh, who were saying that, you know, these things will, they'll dip away in the summer and then they'll come back in the fall. And, well, eight and weeks, eight
2: weeks is May. That's May 2nd. And yeah, fuck that. Our, our kids aren't going back to school this year, are they? That's no, my wife. That's what my wife. That's my
4: my wife's been saying that all, uh, my my wife. Day. My wife. all all day today. She's like,
1: I don't,
2: I don't think the kids are going back to school. I think that's it. I think they're done. No, but so your. the summer is now.
1: And here's yes, the thing, Andrew.
2: So. If summer they
1: are limit. If they limit p- the crowds to fifty, you, f- you can't have more than fifty. I was listening to people that even if like the leagues wanted to play, you can't broadcast a game with less than fifty people because you got the teams and the coaches and the, and the support staff and the camera people and the like. So it ain't happening. So I I, I think we're just gonna you get increased. If
2: you can't gather fifty people, you can't even have an, an NFL roster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Which is, Especially with plus, the new CBA. With yeah. the, I was just going to say, that's off. a nice
1: segue, Andrew, to the new CBA. They expanded it's the
3: roster. Shine.
1: But uh, the one thing was about the CBA, is it got passed by 50 votes or 60 votes? Um, yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, I guess when the deal is signed, it's done. But I can't imagine, guys, that the players are going to be – are going to get happier with this deal. And you can't strike, I guess, once you sign a deal, right? But it, it could be a really bumpy, like, next 10 years with the players because they, they barely fucking passed this deal, Kevin. And, like, I think, like they said, 400 of them didn't vote or 500 of them didn't vote, which is just like America to not vote in an important election. Um,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Voting in elections matter, dipshits.
1: <laughs> um, were I know we're, we're, were I was I was stunned that the vote was that close. Were were any of you also stunned that it was that the vote no, was no, that? I
4: think I think I we you know we talked about this last week and I mean I think this is pretty evident that there was a division between the um, the majority of the players who don't get paid that much and the upper echelon of players who do get paid a lot and who a lot of whom are decision makers. And, uh, but I, I, I was, I'm, I guess I'm not surprised that the vote passed, but I remember going through the whole CBA thing situation years ago, 10 years ago or whatever. And w- Obviously, it went past where it should have gone past, uh, but I don't remember when it finally passed. I don't. I don't remember there being such a division between the players. Like there, there really seems to be uh, animosity between players and who voted for what. And uh, I, I don't remember that ten well, years ago.
3: I'll, well, I'll say this for the younger for the uh, the younger players, like the younger the. The younger players who were still on their rookie contracts, like the league minimum, uh, got an increase of like a hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, the 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 people making the you know the guys making the league minimum uh, turned out and voted in favor of that, as opposed to you know other things that would barely them. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like like elections are sometimes won by getting people to vote against their interests yeah the nba finals are heating up looking for hot takes on all the postseason action the old man and the three presented by bmw is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage host and former nba sharpshooter jj reddick not only has a plugged in perspective on the action from his time in the league but he's also announcing the games in real time for espn
1: It's true. Well, the thing is, and, and I think Andrew touched on it last week, like most NFL players, they don't think of themselves as like, well, I'm just a rank-and-file guy, $100,000, that's a really good deal. Like most NFL players are like, if I just get my chance and I can start, I'm going to hit the giant payday. Because if you think about it, to go where they have went from playing in high school to making the NFL, theres that's such a rare 1% of 1% everybody in the NFL thinks they're going to hit it big and they kind of already have because they're the elite of the elite. Right, Andrew?
2: Well, yeah, but they're, they're able to sit out, you know, it's easy for them to say, Hey, let's negotiate for more because I'm fat and happy for my contract. And if I sit out for a year, it's no big deal. I have millions, you know? And so it's fine for me to kind of sit on this contract and enjoy the fruits of my labor and sit out and squeeze as much money as I can. Whereas, you know, the other players are really feeling it. And on top of that, I don't think these, so, you know, we we said it was like 60% of the NFL is minimum guys, right? And on top of that, the difference between 17 games and three preseason games versus 16 games and four preseason games makes no difference to them because they're playing that whole fourth preseason game pretty much either way, those minimum guys. So... Going to a 17th game for them is an even swap, whereas the star players they don't play in that fourth preseason game at all. So for them, a 17th game is a much, much heavier load physically. So you know, this was an appeal to to the no-name guys. Th- this really came down to the benefits that the players that maybe haven't made it in the league and and you know, with more practice squad spots and higher minimums. It's. I think it's made the career and and the earning potential of of the guy that doesn't have a voice in the league more substantial, and so that's why I think ultimately the deal passed.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they like it going forward. The one thing though, it Dave, doesn't,
2: it doesn't really matter. Like they they signed a ten year deal, <laughs> yeah, so whether they like done. it or not is is kind of irrelevant. It, it's a go now. Um, But it will be interesting, I guess, just to see if these guys complain. I mean, I've already seen Malcolm Jenkins kind of come out and say, hey, I'm not happy about the result, but I respect the democratic process. But look, if players complain, they only have themselves to blame because, you know, it's about 2000 players that voted and 500. So it's about a pool of almost 2500 players. 500 did not vote and when the final vote came down to a difference of 50 votes like those 500 votes could have made a big difference swinging it either way and so if you know 20% of the voting pool can't be bothered then
1: <laughs> and it I wasn't mean, like you had to go somewhere all you had to do was return an email like yep i like maybe it went to their junk kevin like the
2: junk email they didn't see it and- and so uh-huh. if that's how they feel. Like, and they were given an extension. They were, giving, <laughs> they were given a week extension to decide on how they felt. So I'm sorry, but I don't feel sorry for them. I, yeah. I just don't.
1: Kevin, it's about, the, the NFL owners are about to make it rain uh, come tomorrow. If I told you last August, if I said, Kevin, what, in your opinion, is more likely? Ryan Tannehill is going to sign a four-year, $118 million extension in March, or we're going to have a worldwide pandemic and all be shut-ins?
4: <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> I would, uh, neither is believable.
2: No, no. Neither I, neither I, is believable in both are scenarios that Ralph would come up with.
3: Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and we would all just laugh like Dave's laughing right now. And... I would just say, well, Christ, Ralph, just you know, give us something a little more realistic. Um, the answer is both, guys. Both <laughs> I <mean, it> <laughs> happen. Welcome is, to I mean, 2020. The answer, the answer is is the Tannehill contract is truly the sign of the end times, and
1: uh, it's a sign of the times. Oh boy. but Kevin, like. The Tannehill contract is itself incredibly ridiculous. Yes. But we haven't even hit the opening bell yet. Do you? Do you have? Do you think it will be the most ridiculous? Like, do you think? I'm pretty certain it will be topped in ridiculous by noon tomorrow. Do you think that's going to happen?
3: Yeah. Sure. I think it'll, when the, when the, uh, when the, when the bell ends or whatever, when the thing wraps, what we'll end up getting is, is the, you know, when people put out the list of, oh, this was the most uh, crazy deal or whatever, what we'll get is, is that the, the, the Tannehill contract will be like top three, top four.
1: Andrew, you can't sign anybody tomorrow, but you can agree to a deal. It's the tampering window, or whatever the fuck they call it. You are the tamper. Saints? tamper tomorrow. Are the Saints going to be involved uh, in the tampering They're window tampering. tomorrow?
4: Are they going to? Are they going to tamper? Are
1: the Saints <laughs> going to tamper at
4: all tomorrow?
2: I still think they got to get the Breeze deal done. I, I think that's the shoe that drops tomorrow. I think you'll hear. Breeze's deal and that's going to kind of set the table and I, I this CBA is big for the Saints because now Loomis can employ his favorite method which is you know the voidable year so now that he can do that thanks to the CBA being approved uh, I think the Breeze deal gets done tomorrow that'll be announced so Ralph you and I will have to do an emergency podcast breaking news podcast on that
1: yeah we'll be doing that and by the way starting tomorrow Everything goes behind the paywall during the day. So you sign up at the $10 level. You get every podcast, all the swag, Andrew's free agent grades, and you get the crude to taste some cup. Eventually, uh, once the pandemic is over, we'll get that shipped to everybody that's at $10 level, new and current. So do it. You're going to want it because the f- breaking news is just going to come, like, one after the other. You want this podcast, believe me. Yeah. Um,
2: and and you're going to be sitting at home all day with nothing to do unless you have kids um, but either way you're going to want to be drinking heavily and so the crew to taste
5: some <laughs>
2: I just wanted to play that <laughs> Love it. The, speaking Love of it. the Falcons and Matt Ryan did you see that they earned cap hell and yet somehow they gave Tyler Davison a massive contract yeah. I mean it wasn't that it was 3 years 12 million right I mean for Tyler Davison, that's good money. Yeah.
1: If if Dave, if Tyler Davison is gonna make four and a half million <laughs> a year, how much is David Onyamana gonna get?
4: Ten million a year. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Is is it gonna be from the Saints?
4: Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Oh. Fantastic.
4: Yeah, we gotta pay him. We gotta pay him. He's one of our guys. He's in the building. <laughs>
3: oh
1: my god. Um were any of you surprised, and this isn't really necessarily Saints news, but it is sort of kind of big NFL news. Uh, were any of you surprised that Tom Brady reached out to the 49ers and was like, hey, I want to be your quarterback? And they were like, nah, we're good. We got we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Were any of you surprised that the 49ers t- turned down Tom Brady to be their
2: quarterback? Mm, Tom Brady looked kind of sneaky bad last year. <laughs>
1: Garoppolo looked fucking sneaky bad in the second half of that Super Bowl. Yeah,
4: what if, what if, what if plot twist, Nobody sign, nobody wants Tom Brady, and,
1: and he, he goes back forced to retire. <laughs> yeah,
4: no, that doesn't even go back. Not even the Patriots.
2: Oh him. my god, no, that would Brady be amazing. Brady can't
4: find Brady can't find a team. I would no. love that personally. No, wow, you that
1: know what would be, wild. you know what would be insane? This the, the Patriots give Tom Brady an ultimatum, and he can't get through to the phone call or whatever, and they sign Bridgewater instead. And Tom Brady later is like, I wanted to come back, but they didn't take my call, and they have Bridgewater instead. Like, that
2: would be wild. Um, like, they pull a Saints with Latavius Murray? Or like, yeah. Before Ingram makes up his mind, they're like, all right, yeah. fine, we're taking the other guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's exactly it. That would be wild. Um, speaking of wild, before we get out of here... Um, I wanted to got we got some Saints questions, but I wanted to ask you guys a question: Is is, Kevin stores throughout America are empty? Uh, You can't find toilet paper, Purell, uh, none of it. People are just buying fucking everything in sight. It is insanity. Uh, People have lost their minds. Maybe rightly so. Um, But as we Unfortunately, we'll probably be uh, quarantined as a nation and be locked in our houses for a long stretch. What's your one item, whether it be food or something, that you cannot live without during these difficult quarantine times? And you can't say, I got to have the Internet. That's a given. Like, what's an item specifically to you, food, whatever, that you have to have?
3: Uh... I'll I'll say it as a uh, single man Uh, I I don't know what y'all's mileage may be being married with families but
4: a crazy uh, female intruder (laughs)
3: Uh, I won't say that Uh, I was going to say porn (laughs) like give me you know I you know man's got needs we've all actually we've all got needs we've all got needs what the hell is the world coming to
1: that's a good. I mean, I saw they have all these uh, these porn sites. They're like opened up their premium subscriptions to like uh, certain s- places that are like shut in, like Italy and other places. They're like, hey, we know that you need, and they've like let them have full access, which I guess is nice, you know. Uh, Andrew, well, what's nice. the
4: brilliant marketing?
1: What's what's the one item, Dave? You need during the pandemic.
4: Me? Oh, um, you know, I, I know you all are expecting me to, to say, uh, watermelon, sour patch kids. And I mean, I would love to have some candy, but you know, I, I, you, you want something that's also going to be healthy, you know, beneficial to you. So, you, so I, I want something with protein. So I'm Italian and I can't go very long without, uh, Dried, cured Italian meats. So I, I would need like some prosciutto, uh, some some salami, you know, some tartufo salami, uh, or some sur- prasada, um, uh You know, not not necessarily some mortadell, but uh, uh, you know, just some just some nice, some, some good, some good meats, some good Italian meats. That's what I I, I really, right. really <laughs> I need. Some Dave of
3: that. needs Italian meat.
4: Yeah. You? If you work for um, Creminelli, if you work for Creminelli, uh, let me know. I'll take yeah. a
1: care package. <laughs> hey, Dave, you've never sounded more elitist than you just did at uh, this what? very the, moment.
4: Ital- Italian? Because I like Italian meats?
1: Yeah, I think so.
4: I, can't, I mean, I'm, I'm Italian.
1: That's yeah, fair. Uh, it's Andrew? Like... Empty to me. You, the thing you need the most?
2: Hmm. Booze. <laughs> oh yeah,
4: I forgot about that. Wait a minute, I changed my answer. I feel like
2: booze. Booze. No, I, f- I vote
4: for booze.
1: I feel like booze is like. Uh... I Craft
4: feel like beer. Boo... A good triple IPA. Booze. So I sort of my answer. What is
2: wrong with you? <laughs> Ugh. Like IPA's not enough. You gotta go triple. A good, a good, a good
4: barrel aged. No, I thought really,
1: I thought really hard about this one. Um, t- I thought about saying Twitter because, Lord knows, I'm on it like nine hours a day. Um, and yeah, I it's thought not about like 12 my, now. what.
2: Looks well, more like 12 now.
4: Yeah. I
1: have to block everybody at my work so they can't follow me so they can't know what I'm doing. Um and I thought about saying this podcast. Oh. But I think I... <laughs> No. I think what I need, even though I've given it up for Lent and it's maybe it's made me crave it more is cherry coke. I, I, gotta I got to have the cherry coke. <laughs> Wow. I'm telling I
4: was you thinking something different Ralph sorry what's that nothing
1: I mean. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> I was hoping for I was hoping for questions but as Andrew will tell you uh, I'm always late asking people for questions and um, I don't think we have too many tonight let's see uh Oh this is a good question. Uh Vaughn Bell more or less than eight and a half million dollars a year. That's from John.
2: Less. Oof eight and a half, I'll go. I'll go hmm. That's a good number. I'll say push.
1: What saints? What Saints player would be most likely to be to ignore any and all quarantine orders and be out on Bourbon Street drunk?
4: You see, this goes, kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. Like, there's nobody really on the team who's outlandish, wild, yeah. uh, who or, or wild or a bad boy or a personality. I don't, I don't really know who. I don't really know who fits this yeah. description. I really don't.
1: We got some other questions, but we're gonna talk. We're gonna be back on the big show. We're gonna do another big show tomorrow because the Saints, like, they probably gotta, they probably gotta do Drew Brees to get their cap in order. So we'll have that news, and the Saints are gonna do something tomorrow. I feel it in my bone. I feel it in my bones. So we'll have another big show tomorrow. And tomorrow, guys, uh, use the comments and send it. Send us an email at Saints Happy Hour at Gmail. I am creating a YouTube Saints playlist of old games for us to watch as we survive the quarantining that is coming. So I've got a list of about 12 already on there. Go to the YouTube channel, watch them. I watched San Diego and the Saints from 2016. It was delightful. Um, But give me suggestions I'll add to the list, and we'll talk about that tomorrow, old Saints games that we'll watch to get us through the quarantining. But... uh, That wraps it up tonight. Uh, Become a patron so you have access to our daily podcast. Me and Andrew are going to be doing a ton of them starting tomorrow. So do it. Sign up supporters if you can. For everybody else, thanks for listening in the chat room. We appreciate you guys. For Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin. Be well, everybody. Be safe. Don't cough on anybody unless you hate them. Until tomorrow, the bar is closed.